You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hi, I'm Bernadette Peters. Hey, I'm Anissa Foles. Hello, hello, hello. I'm Fergie Philippe. Hi, I'm Eliza Oman. Hola, soy Florencia Cuenca. Y yo soy Jaime Lozano. Hi, this is El Morgan Lee. It's Alex Brightman from Broadway and beyond. Hi, this is Joe Iconis. And this is Lauren Marcus. Y estás escuchando. And you're listening to B-Way Show. B-Way Show. B-Way Show. The podcast. Hey, friends. Welcome to B-Way Show, the podcast. Your home for theater conversations from a passionate Broadway fan and reporter. I'm your host, Shoshana, and I want to start off by emphasizing Black Lives Matter, period. The show must go on. It's show time. Get it? <laughs> because I'm Beetlejuice and she's show. Anyway, B-Way show time. You know, the whole being a podcaster thing. Listen, or else. This week's guest is Lauren Boyd. Lauren is in the Broadway company of Hamilton. She toured with West Side Story and Wicked, and she's the founder of Broadway Babes. Here's our conversation from January 13th, the 100th episode of The Show Must Go Online. Enjoy. We are live. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the 100th episode of The Show Must Go On Line. Today's guest is Lauren Boyd. How are you doing today? I'm doing wonderful. How are you, Shoshana? I am fabulous. I am even better now that I'm chatting with you. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. That makes me feel really good. As I should. You are just, you are always such a bright light. It has been so wonderful when I've gotten to see you in Hamilton and seeing you at the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade performance. That was so fun. And then, you know, keeping up on social media. One of the good things about social media, right? (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) So let's start at the very beginning, a very good place to start. And let's hear your origin story. What got you into theater and through all the different experiences that got you up to Hamilton? Okay, wow. Um, (laughs) So (laughs) I have always loved dancing. I was a very, very shy kid. So dancing was my way to best express myself. And ballet was like my thing. So I wanted to become a principal dancer with American Ballet Theater. That was like my goal. And I trained in ballet um, all the way up until I was about 18. And then at that point, I just decided that I wanted to do other types of dancing as well. So I started singing and jazz and hip hop, which were kind of thrown in there when I was younger. My mom teaches dance as well. Yeah, I just really fell in love with musical theater. And the first, one of the very first shows I ever saw was Wicked. And I was at the Pantages Theater in Los Angeles. And I literally, I was sitting in the very, very back row of the theater in the nosebleed section. (laughs) And there's this stirring in the pit of my stomach that was like aching to be on stage. And at that point, I was like, okay, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life is be on stage, perform, and just tell wonderful stories. I'm giving you a very shortened (laughs) right now. (laughs) Lauren Boyd in 30 seconds. Anyways, um, so ballet was my background. Um, Moved over to to musical theater and started auditioning in Los Angeles where I was born and raised. So I 
just did that. I went in as a dancer and then they would ask me to sing. And I was like, I don't know how to sing at all. I only sing like by myself, like when I'm alone. So (laughs) yeah, (laughs) I was like, what is a music book? I don't know what this is, (laughs) but like learning on like while I was doing it, learning as I went. And uh, I auditioned for, I think it was West Side Story. So I ended up booking West Side Story, which was like my first ever huge, big, musical theater job. And I went to New York and I was there um, rehearsing with Arthur Lawrence and Leonard Bernstein's son. It was like crazy, crazy cool. Wow. And got to meet some of my very dear friends who I ended up working with later and did that show for about three months. And then Wicked had called me and they're like, we want you to be in Wicked because I had been auditioning for them since like I first saw the show, like auditioning every six months when they have (laughs) just adamant that I was going to be in that show and I was the girl who would like once I got cut be like is there anything I can work on for next time (laughs) please anything what can I do I'll do it right 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 and and one of the notes that they gave me one time Corinne McFadden she was like well you're a little young and I was like okay I can work on that (laughs) yeah so I'm in West Side Story wicked calls they're like we want you to be part of our first national tour and I was like mind blown so excited and then turns out the time that they wanted me to join the tour was actually during my website story contract so I was like I am so sorry but I need to fulfill my contract here with West Side Story before I can join you and they were like Okay, well, thank you so much. Bye, click. I'm like, oh, no. I just turned down the show I've always wanted. And uh, like, just to give you like a little background, my dog's Mm -hmm. name is Nessa Rose after the show. Like, that's how much I'm obsessed with that show. Anyways. (laughs) Um, So I was like, I can't believe I just turned down Wicked. This is nuts, but I wanted to be faithful to my contract. So they called back the next day. They were like, hey, so when does your contract end again? And I was like, oh, it ends, I think it was in April. It's like, it ends April this day. I'm like, oh, okay, okay. Click. The next day, the third day, they call back. They're like, okay, so here's what's going to happen. We're going to bring someone in for four months until your contract ends. And then you can join us. I was like, oh my gosh. (laughs) I was just blown away. Yeah, like are you for real? Like, this is insane. So I was able to finish out my West Side Story contract, close that, and then go to, I flew to Florida, like on that Monday off. And then that Tuesday, I started rehearsals for Wicked. It was amazing. It was so cool. Wow. Um, So I ended up finishing the Wicked First National Tour. I was with them for four years. Our last performance or weeks of performances actually were at the Pantages Theater in Los Angeles. So I got to like, it was like full circle thing. Got to be home, spend the holidays with my family and close this beautiful show that I've always wanted to do. And then after that, I stayed home in Los Angeles for about a year and I was aching to go to New York. Like that same like gut feeling that I had before with seeing Wicked, that was like, oh, I need to do this. I need to like, just prove to myself that I, I can do this. I, you know, anything that kind of fear, like I'm afraid of, I kind of like push forward and try to do. So after a year of being home, I took that time to like get back in class and really feel grounded again and be with my family, kind of be like, have a good, strong foundation after touring for seven years with Wicked and West Side Story. And I moved to New York and auditioned for 
whole bunch of stuff, whole bunch of musicals that, you know, I didn't get. But about six months in to me being in the city, I actually booked Hamilton. And it was so, it was just such a God thing because it's so, um, there's no way that I could have planned it any better. The original cast member, Carly Bediol, she happened to be leaving and they needed someone very quickly. And I have long, dark hair like her and, you know, sing in the range that she sings and have a similar, similar body type. So it was just, it ended up being just so perfect. And there's no way I could have planned that at all. (laughs) It was just like right place, right time, anything. Yeah. So yeah, that's my long story short. (laughs) You're like, no it's such a good origin story because it just you. it really is because it shows that like you know I think some people when they they see someone on Broadway especially in a show like Hamilton they're like oh my god they just did that and you're like well you know I I also did this and I I was on this national tour and then this one and people don't always know the backstory and that's probably right. my favorite part of why I like to start with this is it gives like this understanding for people who are growing up in and wanting to be just like you who saw Wicked and said, I want to do that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for every 100 no's that I got, there was that one yes. And that's, that's all you need to like keep fighting and keep pushing to like get that. But it's so difficult. I, I, I'd be lying if I said it was easy that every time I got rejected, I was okay. Like, no, it was super painful and sometimes I took it personally and that's when I was hurt the most when I took it personally but you know the casting directors and the directors and the the producers and the choreographers and the music directors they all have their role that they have to do and they want you to be the person that comes in and blows them all away (laughs) no (laughs) yeah you know so they're they're rooting for you when you walk in the door you just have to be as confident as you can be as prepared as you can and just be yourself because honestly like you know there's only there's only one me there's only one you and Mm -hmm. if you're the person that just happens to blow them all away again (laughs) 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 I mean how can you not quote Hamilton it's just so quotable (laughs) how can you say no to this exactly I mean, I'd be throwing away my shot. But you were in the room where it happens, and that's all that really matters. Yeah, look around, look around. How lucky we are to be alive right now. (laughs) We could go on for days. (laughs) Forever, ever. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) And tomorrow, there will be more of us just quoting along. Right. (laughs) Very nice. Yes, I love it. People watching right now are like, finally, show has someone who will play this game with her. (laughs) (laughs) I will gladly play this game all day long if it didn't like bother people. (laughs) I feel like I would be like super annoying if I was just quoting Hamilton all day. But I mean, when you hear the show eight times a week, it's kind of hard not to, to talk in that language or to move and dance in that language that the creators created so Lisa's commenting that's true (laughs) (laughs) yeah Lisa you totally understand I love that 
Yeah. I want to say hey to everyone watching. I see your comments. I see a bunch of Showtreons. Those are the awesome B-Way Show Patreons. Y'all are amazing. June, <laughs> Lisa. Ooh, Carmilly. I love that name. So cool. The whole gang's here. <laughs> everyone. I can't see your comments, so I'll rely on you for that. Yeah, I'll, I'll relay them to you. But with Wicked being one of the parts of your origin story and one of your favorite mm-hmm. things. And speaking of dogs, we might be seeing one in a second. <gasps> Slimo! Oh! Hi, bud! Oh my goodness, who is this baby? Slimo <gasps> is the cutest pup. He's my co-star. He is... Oh my goodness. Okay, so I don't know if you know this, but since quarantine started... Hamilton has been amazing and we have we already had this like every Tuesday before a show like before the week started we'd have the constitutional convention which is like we call it con con for short and we have like a short half hour meeting of like anything that needs to be said any messages relayed or things we need to just like tweak or whatever before the show or before the week we continue to do that which is really awesome so we have a zoom meeting every Tuesday to like say hi and catch up and today's topic was a fun story about your pet so I had Nessa up here and then I was like oh and then I'm meeting with show and I should probably take her back downstairs and so I should have left her here so she could have met everyone but maybe next time (laughs) or you know I'm gonna have to let Slim out in a minute anyway so you could always run down but you don't have to but dogs are always well I mean, if you don't mind waiting 30 seconds, do you, does everyone mind if I go grab Get the pup? Get the pup. Okay, <laughs> give me literally 30 seconds. I'll be right back. <laughs> Y'all, this is actually the best. I love I love a, a quick change for a dog reason. How's everyone doing? Slimbo's so happy to join. <gasps> Aren't you so happy to join, bud? So cute. Had to wear this gold for the 100th episode. Da, da, da. Oh, thank you, Lisa. Um, and actually, there's a story behind this shirt, so I will tell you in a minute. Hello, hello. Okay, so this is Nessa Rose. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Say hi, Nessa. Hi, puppy. Nessa Rose. can hear you. <laughs> Want to say hi? She is 13, going to be 14 this year. Wow. Isn't that crazy? You are so cute. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And she's been on tour with me and everything, huh? Thank you. (laughs) She's such a sweet baby. And she's so dramatic. So, oh, you're going to do your otter arms? Oh, good girl. (laughs) Yay. I love it. Wow. Well, this is the best. This is a better way to celebrate 100 episodes. Maybe. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I actually, it was so funny when I was going downstairs to grab her. I was like, oh, I haven't run and like downstairs <laughs> since the show. Usually I like take my time going up and down the stairs. But in the show, we run like 11 flights of stairs in just like on stage so I don't know about anybody else but I remember counting one time I was like how many stairs like flights of stairs do I actually walk and it's 11 per show so 11 times yeah. eight so 88 flights of stairs in a week so 
my body was looking really good. <laughs> Not so much anymore. I've got this quarantine weight, but you know what? It's okay. Come Everybody's on. got it. <laughs> I feel nice to just relax in your chair and your couch. Oh, and <laughs> yes, so much. I really enjoy being lazy, actually. As much as I enjoy working hard, I really enjoy being lazy. Yep. You know, it's so funny. I was just thinking about this the other day because there were times where like I would cover an opening night on Wednesday night. Then I would film Broadway in Bryant Park Thursday morning, take the subway home, like put the video, export the video, change, get ready for another opening night, go back out and then do it all again. And I'm like, how did I do that in one day? And now I'm like, well, I have one interview, so I better get ready. (laughs) I better put some real clothes on and do my makeup. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? I, know. I totally understand. It's amazing what the body can do when you put, when you like, set your mind to it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm grateful for this time of rest for sure. Cause I know a lot of my Broadway friends, you know, we work ourselves so, so hard during the week yeah. that we get to actually have the time to rest our voices, rest our bodies you know, heal from any injuries that we might have. Um, So there's a lot of good that has come out of, you know, even though there's been a lot of, a lot of bad. So, right. Yeah. The good and the bad, you got to take them both. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Just look for the, the positive things that are happening right now during this time. And hopefully we'll be back soon, sooner rather than later. So that's, that's the goal. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, we'll see. We gotta just keep hoping and praying and what's the song? Wishing and hoping and praying. <laughs> yeah. My brain was already going into Let's you'll see. be back. <laughs> oh. so, so a different song. But gotcha. you know, that's how the brain works. <laughs> yeah. Us musical theater folks, we've always got a song in our head. Yes. And a jazz hand to add to it, you know. <laughs> yes. It's actually making me think of, so normally when y'all are doing either like the Tonys or Thanksgiving Day Parade, you're also doing your eight shows a week in addition to any of these extra things. But then this past year, you're going to the opposite extreme where you go from not performing for months into doing this performance for TV. So what was that like? Girl. Yeah, I mean, it had been, wait, we stopped in March, so April, May, June, July, August, September. We found out around October that this was happening. So, and it was very, very quick. It was like, hey, are you available? And then two weeks later, we were starting rehearsals. So as soon as I got that email, I flew back to New York because I had been in California Mm. spending time with my family during that time. Yeah. And I flew to New York and I was quarantining for two weeks before we started that rehearsal process. And during those two weeks, I was like, I've got a little extra love on my <laughs> on my sides. Um, and the, you know, the the wardrobe was people were like, hey, like, do you think you'll need a costume fitting? And I was like, well, I mean, because I'm Puerto Rican. And yeah. so and Italian and other things but uh, my weight kind of went in my thighs you know because that's like I'm very curvy in the lower half just to put it nicely and uh, (laughs) so I was like okay well you know maybe like my pants 
might be a little bit more snug. And they were like, okay, well, it's stretchy material. It should be fine. I'm like, okay, if you think so. But anyways, I didn't even try my costume on or my wig because my hair got really, really long. And you have to like put it up in pin curls and smash it down so that the wig can fit. Mm-hmm. But because my hair had gotten longer, it's obviously going to be like filled up more inside the yeah. wig cap. So I was like, I just hope like my body and my hair can squeeze into these things because, <laughs> and I did not get to try my costume on or my wig until 10 minutes before we headed down to go film. <laughs> no. So I was like, Lord, please. Like I just <laughs> pray in these moments that these costumes fit and that my zipper isn't like stuck (laughs) and then like they would be waiting on me or waiting on the customers to fix my it would just be a mess but anyways everything was fine I fit in my costume my wig fit and we go downstairs and everything was pre-recorded so we um got to see the theater with the new marquee where it says 2021 and it was just a really special moment with the whole cast because we hadn't seen each other in months and finally got to be together and got to perform Skylar Sisters. And that was so exciting. It was a very quick turnaround because we had to film, you know, one shot and then move and then do the other shot in front of the Paramount. Mm -hmm. So Andy was like, okay, you there, you there, you there, go film it. We ran it maybe two or three times and then that was it. And then moved to the next scene. Absolutely. Um, Yes, it was so quick. We were done before we were supposed to even start. I think we were supposed to start at like noon to film. And we had blocked it and filmed it before noon. It was crazy. It was so fast. I think because it was raining that day, they were trying to get things moving quickly so they could film other Broadway shows. Right. Um, But anyways, it was just so fun. And it was a little bit of a tease afterwards because we had, you know, been in rehearsals been with Alex Lacamoire doing the music and and recording it in this huge sound studio and then working with Andy again and Stephanie and afterwards we're like oh that's it <laughs> now we just go home I guess and wait a few more months so again it was a little, little bit of a tease but I'm so grateful that I got to be a part of that it was definitely a bucket list of mine so I got to check that off and then go right back into my sweatpants and rest. <laughs> Although, yeah, I, I, I have an abs app, so I've been doing some abs here and there, but I should really start to, thank you for reminding me, should get oh, back in this. Maybe I'll do like 88 stairs again, like what I just did. <laughs> so I've got one down, I've got, you know, 87 more to go. Just, you know, go up and down and grab Nessa Rose and then like run up with her and see, you know, I'm I'm sure she'll be entertained. Absolutely. And then just move like a few chairs, like we do in the show, like as props, like pull a chair around and then grab a stool. My mom would kill me, but like I'm practicing for the show. I got to get back. Got to get my, my arm strength back. (laughs) Sometimes the world turns upside down. You just got to roll with it exactly uh, raise a glass to freedom right <laughs> raise a chair raise a stool <laughs> I do have a couple of Hamilton props oh. here uh, <laughs> cool. wow it's pretty great that is and really cool I've got my Hamilton Lynn star here <laughs> Ooh, did you make those 
No, no, I wish. Uh, this is from T. Rico. Ooh, okay, T. Rico. That's Do you know cool. T. Rico? It's Lynn's whole like, oh, girl, mm-hmm. let me tell you. Okay, <laughs> T. T. Rico is the best. It's like a whole bunch of Lynn and Hamilton FLS and In the Heights swag and cups and hats. And I have so much stuff around here. Little Lynn stress heart here. Oh, Uh, (laughs) that's really cute. (laughs) Oh, actually, you'll you'll like this one. I got some stickers. This is Tobio. Oh, (laughs) my dog. What does it say? My dog speaks more eloquently. Thane is singing the Heed Not the Rebel song. My yeah, dog speaks yeah. more eloquently than me. It's like he the not, price of tea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have not your interests at heart. Oh my god, tear this dude apart. He screams from Yeah, yeah, yeah. In those yeah. moments, I'm I'm on stage, but like it's me and Justice in the back, and we're just like looking at each other. Probably should be listening and paying attention, but Lynn, don't watch this, please. <laughs> <laughs> Lynn, if you want to watch this, totally cool. Just the 26-minute mark, you know. Just <laughs> Yeah, just like, peace out. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm very professional. Yeah. I know. I'm yeah. always paying attention. Yes. <laughs> I mean, when the show is, what, three hours long? It would be absurd if you, hours. like, paid 100% attention for three hours straight. I mean, you're paying attention, but you're doing yeah. other things. You know, you're yeah. focusing on your track. Right, oh, yeah. right. I mean, it's mentally exhausting to to do the show, period. It is physically, but it's also really mentally exhausting. And I can't imagine, you know, being Hamilton and having to say hundreds of words, if not thousands in one night and saying them all correctly <laughs> so we have to be so in it but there's moments that we can like kind of give yourself like just the tiniest little break so that like you can get back into it because it's a long show it's yeah. it's intense could only imagine and I, you know we always say like swings and ensemble and understudies y'all are superheroes thank you yeah thank I, you yeah it's super fun to be an understudy For those of you who don't know, I understudy Peggy Mariah as well. So sometimes when I'm doing my own show, if there's those moments that we have, which are few and far between, but there's some, um, those moments, then I will kind of just check in and like see where she's at during the show. So I'm kind of like, I'm myself, but then I'm also like watching the other person. And then the swings, they're amazing because they know all five of the, like, so the women's swings, they know all five of the women ensemble tracks. So they know my part, woman two, woman three, four, five. And it's, it's insane. Like to keep track of that many people at the same time is like, blows my mind, but they do it. And they've got, they call it the swing brain. You're like, I've got the swing brain where I'm like, Okay, so and so's there, so and so's there. Let's do elimination. Okay, I'm here. <laughs> like, right, go. That's awesome. Incredible. It it blows my mind that you could learn one track, <laughs> let alone two, let alone three, let alone as many yeah. as some of them do, and you do, yeah. and incredible. Yeah, and uh, the guys who are like the male principal swings, right? That to me is like the cream of the crop because. They know Burr, they know Hamilton, they know Lafayette, 
Jefferson, like all of them. I'm like, oh, Mulligan Madison, John Lawrence. Like, how do you know that many people? They literally could like rehearse with themselves. (laughs) Like do one part. and then like do the next part and like just go back and forth but then like to me that would be so confusing because I'm like how do you not say both of their lines on stage that's what I would be concerned about is that when I'm just like watching or singing along you know when I take Slim out for a walk you know you're singing all the different parts or you're doing like this part or you're like oh maybe I'll try the ensemble or I'll try this and Mm -hmm. then but if you actually were on stage and you're like, well, today I am Lafayette, so I should probably yeah. only say those lines. Yes, it's insane. <sighs> I don't, I honestly don't know how that works. Like, cause I can barely handle the two. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay. But like, that's, that's insane to me that they can learn that many, but that's their job. So they do it very well. <laughs> Truly. And actually, it's funny because um, this wonderful top, this gold, black and gold that has kind of like those Hamilton, you know, some some 100 episode vibes that I wanted to to go all out with. (laughs) This is actually from SUNY because they were doing like a -a twerkathon for Auntie's Cafe and like actually like twerking. Oh, yeah. Oh, Mm -hmm. okay on Instagram and it was something like you know I'm gonna raffle off these random things and I was like I'll get that and so they I I bought it and I Venmoed them and got this in the mail and I've been waiting for the right opportunity to like display it and this felt perfect it is perfect so perfect Mm, yeah it looks really great on you oh thank you gosh yeah well I mean it's got the it looks like it's the Hamilton like logo with his arm up in the air and with the silhouette and everything yeah it's Mm -hmm. great yeah it was it was very exciting and it's a bit loud which I'm a bit loud both in personality and in voice so I think it works (laughs) yeah I mean totally that you you gotta wear like what you feel and your personality is Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> and fun fact, SUNY's episode of B-Way Show, the podcast just came out last week. So it all ties together. Wow. Okay. So everybody go check out her <laughs> podcast. Is there going to be a link or something that they can click on to grab that? Yeah, yeah I'll put so that link will be below. <laughs> right. You know, how <laughs> right here. Oh, like right there. Subscribe <laughs> here. Watch here. Like here. Comment here. <laughs> follow me here yeah 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 <laughs> they know all about that all about that okay I'm just reading some of these comments and my wonderful oh, friends yeah. are like so so great we have some questions and we will get okay. to them if y'all have questions I will scroll up because I see some of them up top and throughout and that will be towards the end of it so keep thinking okay. of it and this might actually be a great time as we're talking about Hamilton. Might we get a little performance? Ooh, okay, so I told you earlier that I had not warmed up, but yeah, I was going to sing a little Skylar Sisters, like the tiniest little bit, because there's three women, as you know, in this, well, three women in the ensemble. So I'm going to sing like the smallest little section. Okay, so we got to get the beat in, right? The crown, the crown, and how lucky we are to be alive right now. The crown, the crown, and how lucky we are to be alive right now. History is happening. 
it just happened to be in the greatest city in the world. In the greatest city in the world. <laughs> yes. Woo. That was so good. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. That was the Peggy part. <laughs> and Peggy. And Peggy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I should have done the choreo. What? What did I just say? The choreography. The choreography. It's apparently a very hard word to say. I should have done the choreography. So they're like, da, 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 da. but you, everybody can watch Disney Plus now and like learn it. So, True. which is super cool. I was up at midnight watching for three hours. I loved it. <laughs> yeah. Were you? Did you see it? I've seen it once or twice. <laughs> oh, how? What do you think? Did you like it? Oh my goodness. Well, you know, I don't know how much you know about I've so I've seen Hamilton. This I've I've said this to a few Hamilton people, but I like to have your mind blown for a second. So are you ready? I'm so ready. Okay. So I have <laughs> seen I have seen Hamilton a respectable eight times. Not too oh, sure. Okay, know, a whole week's worth. Yeah. Exactly. You know, you gotta get that get it all in. I saw eight an eight show week, eight times. Uh, saw it it with you and got to say hey afterwards with Rob Johnson that was great and actually there's kind of a whole birthday theme because it was his birthday when we went and then I saw Lynn in Puerto Rico on his birthday oh my goodness and it's your birthday this week it sure is (laughs) and it's my birthday in a couple weeks what oh my goodness well happy almost birthday thank you yeah I mean that's so exciting we have the January birthdays. I think Hamilton's birthday was yesterday. Yep, January 11th. <laughs> so cool. Yeah, so cool. I think January babies are like pretty cool. We're pretty awesome. What can we say? And Miguel was right before that too. So there's, there's oh, yeah. a whole Hamilton thing going on. <laughs> <laughs> happy birthday, everyone. <laughs> happy birthday. General blanket happy birthday. Yes. Are you somewhat associated with Hamilton? Happy birthday. Yes. <laughs> Glad you're here. (laughs) So last year, it's funny because I feel like every year I'm going to have some sort of Hamilton birthday celebration because so my birthday, January 14th, Lynn's birthday, January 16th, saw it on Mm -hmm. his birthday. Then he retweeted this photo I took of him. It was pretty cool. Whatever. (laughs) And then last year, my boyfriend, John, took us to London's Hamilton for my birthday. And that was bonkers. We were like, second or third row dead center seeing them like rushing the stage you're like whoa so I've seen it eight times he has seen it 48 times are you serious that's true wow wait how (laughs) it is one of those mysteries we have tried to figure out all the different places so right now we're in Washington state so he saw it in Seattle And has kind of tore, see, like driven across. He went to LA to see it at the Pantages and San Francisco, San Diego, Chicago, Broadway, London, Phoenix, I think. Wow. Yeah. So it's, it's pretty. (laughs) Is he broke now? Who's to say? He, I think (laughs) I spend it. He's the captain of a salmon fishing boat and he uses his money wisely. Well, good for him. I mean, that's amazing. If you're going to spend your money, spend it like seeing a Broadway show. <laughs> exactly. That's what I always say. <laughs> that's awesome. Good for him. 
Mm-hmm. It's always fun to see the reactions of people because they're like, wait, 48. Yeah. And it's like not counting the Disney Plus because he, he's seen right. it so many times in person that it's like, oh, I'm going to hold on to those memories. Yeah. I mean, I thought my mom had seen a lot of shows. Like she doesn't miss uh, like any of my performances, which oh. is, I love her so much. I think she's in like the 20s, somewhere in there. Saw me when I debuted and then you know, has been there seen over like the holidays and saw me as Peggy. I want to say like in the 20s, she saw Wicked as many times as she's seen Hamilton. So <laughs> yeah. gotta love, love mom. The journey to see Wicked, gosh, that's one of my favorites. It's just it's such a good musical. Mm, yeah, it's so good. What was that debut like? We were talking off camera about, you know, feeling extra excited today because it's the 100th episode and I'm chatting with Mm -hmm. you and, you know, you get all bubbly and you're so excited. What's it like to make a Broadway debut? Okay, so I think on the day, so four years ago on January 6th was actually my Broadway debut. Very, very cool to like kind of look back at pictures and remember that day. And the morning of my debut... My family and I actually went to the Hamilton house and visited, you know, Hamilton's house and got to go through the museum and took pictures with this, the bust of him and the yeah. statue outside. And my whole family was there. So that was like really exciting. But the whole time I was thinking, okay, I just like got to focus. And like, I wanted to be at the show or at the theater, like three or four hours before, like, I just wanted to be super prepared. And I remember being very focused that day. That was like, I just didn't want to mess anybody up because a lot of them were still the original cast. And I was one of the very first to kind of be like the new person. And when you're a new person, you don't want to step on anybody's toes. You want to be very respectful. You want to be in your place when you're supposed to be in your place and not not kill anyone right basically so I just remember being super super focused and every time I was like okay I check one number off the list I'm like okay I gotta focus what is the next one just I remember just being very present which Mm -hmm. I think is you know the ultimate goal in every single show that you do is just to be present and tell the story oh Nessa I don't think I really got to kind of realize it was my debut until, what was the number? Oh, when Washington is, um, maybe you guys can help me. Washington is saying, let me tell you what I wish I'd known when I was young and dreamed of glory, that whole part. Yeah. Oh, who lives, who dies, who tells your story. <laughs> yeah. So it was in that moment, I'm up in the surround, in the dark, in my, you know, Yorktown coat. And I'm sitting there and I took a moment to kind of like look up into the audience and I started getting emotional. I was like, oh, <laughs> oh my gosh, like, let me tell you what I wish I'd know. I was like, oh, this is beautiful. And then I like, I took two seconds and then I went right back in it because I was like, I got to be in this. <laughs> I got to be present and I can't mess up. So I took about two seconds on stage to like let it sink in. And then afterwards, of course, I was like, oh, my gosh, you know, I did it. <laughs> Nobody died. <laughs> I I did all the spacing. I did all my costume changes, you know, sang all my parts, yeah. did all my moves, everything. So that to me was like almost like a, a relief, like, oh, I did it. 
yeah. okay, now I got to do it, you know, seven more times this week. Right. That is kind of the craziest part of being on Broadway is that you have this huge moment and then Mm -hmm. you're looking around, you're looking around at how lucky you are to be alive right now. Then maybe you go out and celebrate. And then the next morning you're like, oh, and here we go again. Yep. And it's a regular day at the office. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) But I, I am glad that you did have a small moment to be able to be present, but also be present in the larger moment and kind of hold those yeah. two things together because it, it is such a special moment. And I've heard oftentimes that actors can kind of be so in the moment that they don't, they're not aware of it and they forget what actually happened on stage. Yeah. And um, I think there's a good balance of both because we're all human and, you know, anything that happens throughout the day we bring with us to the show. Mm -hmm. So if we've had a bad day, if, you know, we heard some bad news, we still have to come to the show and pretend like that doesn't exist. And, you know, good actors will will turn that kind of negative negativity into power. Yeah. Or turn that positivity, something that might've happened that was fantastic and you can't get your mind off of it. You're like, I don't know, maybe you fell in love that day. Yeah. And then you have to come to the show and you have to turn that into energy like mm-hmm. to, to focus and to tell your story. And so I've always found that being a performer, it can be very selfish very easily, but it has to be selfless. Yeah, You just have to put yourself aside and say to yourself, this is for this next three hours, I'm going to dedicate to telling the story and telling it well, because it's not my story it's Hamilton's story and it's what the creators have put together so I need to be very focused and let the audience have the best time that they can for the next three hours and then I can focus on me after to me like I mean that's why I love going and signing playbills after the show because I get to see the people that I've just given my heart out to for the last three hours and you know you meet people from India and (laughs) everywhere like Vietnam they've saved their money to come and see you in a show like that's so humbling that people would want to come see us perform and like that's their highlight of their year or maybe their lifetime Mm -hmm. so it's a big responsibility and that's why I love seeing people after the show because it's a good reminder although I don't know what it's going to be like when we get back if that's not going to be non-existent or I think that's a good thing to ask the, you know, the people watching, like, how would you, like, if you are someone who goes to the stage door afterwards and, you know, gets autographs and stuff, like, what would be a good way for us as, you know, cast members to kind of interact with you guys? Because, you know, I still want that. I still want to hear from people coming to see the show and, you know, if they liked it, if they disliked it, that kind of thing. So maybe you guys give us suggestions. Yeah, yeah. Write that in, write that in. I'm just thinking, you know, I've seen some reports that at least when Broadway first opens up that they won't have stage door and they'll kind of like ease their way back into that, which is heartbreaking and totally understandable. First and foremost, we want safety for everyone and just having live theater back at all will be beautiful and so necessary. But that second, that second wave of having it semi back to normal with the stage door Cause that's some of my favorite experiences. Like we saw each other outside the stage door and have like that nice photo from that. Those yeah. are some really, really special moments and memories, whether mm-hmm. you're, you're a kid going 
for your first Broadway show or an adult going for their first Broadway show. And it's maybe like the coolest part. There's so many things that separate like theater from movies, but it's the Mm -hmm. fact that they're right there and that you could in theory see them afterwards. It's of course not part of your job, but just the idea that you might run into someone at the stage door and say like, I loved how you took the chair, but then turned around and got the book, but you were still so focused. (laughs) Then you (laughs) let go this and just, you know, I don't know. There's just so many cool parts. And you notice that everyone has those different things about a show that they notice and they're able to give that back to you. That feed that instant feedback right away. Yeah. I mean, I was definitely one of those kids that was at the stage door, like just so excited to meet these people because I wanted to be them. And the fact that I get to give that back is like beautiful. And now, so I'm very curious to see what it's going to be like. Lisa saying the opportunity to meet you, get a pick and have Playbill sign and being able to gush how much we loved your performance show. I think, you know, she's saying that that's such a great part of the stage door and Broadway experience. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yes, I 100 percent agree. Thanks for listening to the 18th episode of B-Way Show, the podcast. This is part one of our conversation. So I hope you'll be back for part two. Hamilton is starting previews today in Australia. Keep the Hamilton vibes going all day long. Check out their content, then head over to the Hamilton playlist on B-Way Show YouTube. That's also where you can see Lauren's reaction to Slimbo entering and my reaction to Nessa Rose. Yes, Limbo, you heard that right. It's all there on B-Way Show YouTube's The Show Must Go Online playlist. Today's the last day of the B-Way Show the Podcast giveaway, so don't throw away your shot. Subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. Send me a DM of that screenshot. Click boom. You're entered to win. Thank you to the show trions. Here we go. John Benson, Alyssa Wallace, Ashley Stazak, Judy Kotner, Naomi Kotner, Eva fink Clausen, Andy Gilderhus, Shannon Wheeler, Teresa Piliero, and Lisa Michelle Martine O'Neill. To find out what the show trions are all about, head over to patreon.com slash show. We do weekly trivia and monthly video chats. It's a fun time. Come check it out. Thanks as always to Kyle Braxton, aka Geddon, for these awesome beats, Jelani Remy for the beautiful intro riff, Alex Brightman for the Showtime promo, Chelsea Hill, aka Illustrating Diva, for the cool cover art, and all of the wonderful guests. We don't know the future of live theater, or when Broadway will be back, but we do know it's on all of us to get through this pandemic. Wear a mask, be safe, and let's take care of ourselves. We'll see you at the show. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.